Hey friends, you're listening to Be Fearless, the Authentic Podcast. This Advent, you'll hear daily inspiration to draw closer to God as we remember how He drew close to us that first Christmas so many years ago. Grab your cocoa, light a candle, cozy up, and let's embrace God's presence and promises this holiday season. It is day 13 of our Advent journey, and we're almost halfway there, so thanks for sticking around. I hope that this has been an encouragement for you as you just begin to recognize more of God's hand in the middle of this messy season. Today, we're looking at how Jesus is our helper. Something that's interesting about this concept is that God knew our limits at the beginning of time when he created us, but he cared enough to not leave us ultimately helpless. Instead, he created us in his image, and today we're reflecting on how that gives us so much more within us than we often give ourselves credit for. Genesis 1:27 says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Right from the beginning of time, you can see that you are special. Not only did God create you as the completion of creation, but he did so by creating you in his own likeness. That doesn't necessarily mean you physically look like God or that you are God by any means, but it means that his character is a part of who you are. Understanding more about God's character reveals more about ourselves, and that's when we begin to see his purposes for our lives unfold. We had limited access to God throughout the days of the Old Testament, which made Jesus's arrival that much more powerful. Jesus met us right where we are in order to reveal more to us about himself so that we could be in relationship with him. And that was just the beginning. John 14, 26 is kind of the completion of this idea. It says, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. As Jesus discussed life with his disciples, he mentioned the arrival of the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. Not only are we created in the likeness of God and his character, but all believers now have the power and the guidance of the Holy Spirit living within our hearts. This kind of relationship truly is like no other. And what it reveals to us is not just a deep connection to our creator, but also a truth about how he can use us in furthering his kingdom on earth. I recently read this section in Isaiah that I wanted to share with you in this concept that we know God to be the king of kings. And I just want to read to you a little bit about this because this shows so much of his character. Isaiah 11, 1 through 6 says, A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and of understanding the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness, he will judge the needy. With justice, he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips, he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt in faithfulness, the sash around his waist. I looked at these verses and then was reflecting on this idea that we see in Revelation 17, 14, 
where it's talking about this time where they will make war on the lamb, it says, and the lamb will conquer them for he is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And those with him are called and chosen and faithful. And I was just looking at that list of characteristics, how Isaiah prophesied the characteristics of Jesus who came from the lineage of Jesse and David was Jesse's son. He is the Davidic king. He is king of kings. And I just wrote this down that I wanted to share with you. King of kings. What does that even mean? He is calm while still being just. He is gracious while still expecting righteousness. He is kind and loving while still calling out truth. That kind of king inspires obedience instead of demanding and enforcing it out of fear. That kind of king changes everything. And that kind of king, he's the one who chose to take up residence in the life of every believer so we could face the trials of this world with some kind of strength and righteousness, something that is beyond our human capacity, something that is so much greater than we can even imagine. And that something lives within us as believers. The Holy Spirit is a gift, the gift that keeps on giving as he is with us forever. And he's our intercessor. Like we said previously in one of the episodes, when you don't know what to say, when you don't know how to pray, the Holy Spirit can intercede for you. And I just love this concept of King of Kings. And I want to just resonate on that a little bit because Jesus is our helper. Normally, when you think of a king, I don't think the word helper comes to mind. We think of kings in the royalty that we have here on earth. And kings are to not be touched, to not be talked to. They're to be feared, but not in the same way that we fear the Lord. They're feared because they demand your obedience. But as I was reflecting on that, the kind of king that Jesus is, he inspires obedience. That means he is the king of kings because there is no other king like him. And just to make it that much greater, he decided that relationship with us, his creation, was of the utmost importance to him. And that is why Jesus came to earth all those years ago to be with his people, to walk alongside of them, to understand what it means to be born on earth, to be a baby, to be needy and helpless, but then ultimately to live life alongside of us, to know how we feel, to know how we're reacting or interacting with other things in this world. And because of his humility in that, he knew that we still needed help. So even when he left this earth, he didn't leave us empty-handed. He gave us the helper. And because God lives within us, we have the strength to pursue whatever it is he puts before us. We just have to remember whose and who we are first. As you reflect today, um, as always, there's going to be a little bit of an instrumental song at the end of this that you can just use to spend time with God or just listen, collect your thoughts. Think about these questions. What is something unique God is revealing in you that is more than you saw in yourself before? How can you cultivate the power of the Holy Spirit within you in order to move forward in the processes 
and purposes set before you.